You're listening to The Body Uncovered. I'm Michelle Bond, exercise physiologist and published researcher serving clients since 1999. If you want to dig past the magazine headlines and learn how the body actually works, I'll show you how to develop a can-do attitude with a body that you can depend on. Stay tuned and let's get uncovered. Welcome to The Body Uncovered. I'm your host, Michelle Bond. I'm also a little bit of a sound engineer. Um, I'm actually in my Santa Monica studio right now with a different microphone, and I'm fiddling around with the controls, uh, and I'm getting the best sound I can, but I'm probably going to have to bring my microphone from home because I really, really, really like my audio to be perfecto. So I kind of opted to be um, sounding normal with a little bit of echo in the background without sounding too tinny, because it's important to me that when you're listening, it's not driving you nuts the way I sound. So bear with me on this episode. Um, yeah, today I want to talk about my little ebook called Five Fitness Fallacies. Now, I wrote this about two years ago, and I revamped it recently, changed a few things, but today's episode is to give a little more information, so that's what I plan on doing. The best way to sort of follow along is to purchase the ebook. It's only $10. You can go to my website, michellebond.com, on the services page. And for $10, not only will you get an info-packed, really cool ebook, but you'll also get six accompanying videos that will be sent to you one per week, or actually two on the first time, and then four more on the rest of the weeks. So it's five weeks total of some videos that also accompany the book. Um, I think you're going to find this interesting, but this episode is sort of dedicated to each of the five fitness fallacies. So the first one is weight loss. And I know you've been hearing about weight loss forever and ever, amen, but it's time to put some of these things to bed and to rest once and for all. As you know, I'm a no-nonsense person. I want to deal with science, not the sizzle to sell. Hey, look, I don't mind if companies hype up their product and get excited. Like, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about sizzle to sell, like things that are just dangerous or incomplete information. I just don't stand for that. That's my brand. You know that by now. So weight loss is no different. Uh, No quick fixes. And here's the thing, you'll find when you read my book and watch the videos that, look, the thing I'm going to add on here that's not in the book is that rapid weight loss is horrible for you, okay? First of all, you are messing with the scaffolding of your fascia. So this many different layers and types of fascia or connective tissue in the body, but it's full of these micro vacuoles that are basically vessels of water. 
And when you lose your first 10 to 15 pounds, you're basically losing a lot of water. And I'll explain why in my book. And basically the idea is you are ruining the support structure around your joints and also messing with muscle function, okay? I also go on to talk about how when you lose weight fast, that you're messing with muscle metabolism and muscle tissue is basically um, holds the key to your metabolism in your body and you shouldn't mess with that. A lot of these weight loss uh, claims, I heard something on the radio the other day about the shot you can get to lose weight. Look, I'm not going to talk about the science behind the shot, but part of the ad copy was, and you don't have to do any crazy exercise. Well, who said exercise is crazy and that it has to be crazy? I, I'm not understanding this ad copy. I'm very against the ad copy that talks about exercise like this, as if to say, well, if you want to lose weight, um, just take the shot and sit in a chair. No, you, I, I don't care if you get the shot or not, but don't get in my lane. Your lane is the shot for weight loss. Now you're talking about exercise is crazy. You're in my lane. You are in my lane. I'm an exercise physiologist and a kinesiologist, and I'm not standing for this BS anymore. This is why I wrote the ebook, because it breaks it down into digestible language. You could understand how to approach this topic. But I'm getting spazzy, I know, because like I said, they're in my lane. They're criticizing exercise as if it's something bad you have to do. No, look, there's a lot of people in wheelchairs right now. There's a lot of people with missing limbs. They would do anything to exercise. Do you understand what I'm saying? So get off your butt and make it happen. Okay, the next fitness fallacy is about muscle. Uh, you know, uh, do all this crazy, or they say it's crazy exercise, but you don't have to do that. Don't think about just muscle tissue, everybody. You have to also think about the connective tissue that surrounds each muscle fiber, goes around the joint, and you have to think about that first. So a lot of people are really into getting to a goal super fast and they go, I got to lift heavy weights, let's make it happen. But the reality is you've got to con consider the connective tissue as well because you want to actually finally get to a load that is heavier because then you enjoy all of the strength and stability and um, um, metabolic function that you're going to get with more lean muscle tissue working for you. But you need a good solid base. Uh, the book also talks about cardiovascular plans. Um, we hear about things like high-intensity interval training or boot camp style or 60-plus minutes on the indoor cycling. I'm not saying that's bad. I mean... It is what it is, but you need to be ready for that. Uh, part of what I do is provide biomechanical assessments for people so that we can tweak out their body mechanics so that their body can accept this higher intensity cardio better. So go easy, everybody. I know you're all anxious to get to a goal, but it's important 
cardiovascular is the same thing. It's good for you. You need it for your heart. You need it for your lungs. You need it for mental health. You're breathing in oxygen. You're getting your body moving, but it has to be done the right way. Don't get sucked into the latest craze and, oh my gosh, if you don't do it, you're nothing. It's like, no. Get the book, michellebond.com, on the services page. It's $10. You're going to get six accompanying videos as well. Um, it's great stuff. The fourth fitness fallacy I talk about is the core. And I'm not going to get really into it here because the book and the videos explain it more. But just understand that the research that went into understanding, first of all, what the core even is, it's not the six-pack or the rectus abdominis. That's the outer core. I'm talking about the inner core or the inner unit. I'll just leave you with this, okay, in this episode. Core timing. Yes, like with a clock. Core timing. Not core strength. Not core endurance. Not I'm going to get a sexy core. No, no, I don't, I don't know about that. If you read the book, you're going to read about what the inner unit is, and you're going to say, what's sexy about that muscle? Ooh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, so my, you know, one of my colleagues, Dr. Paul Hodges, he did this amazing research in the late 90s that talks about the inner unit timing, and when it got better, what it did for low back pain. And I mean non-specific low back pain. So not somebody that has um, a cracked vertebrae or a slipped disc or a severed something or other. Okay, we're not talking about that. We're talking about back pain that nobody can say what it is. Well, we kind of figured out some of it. Besides tissue that's tight, if the core doesn't, the, the inner unit, I should say, doesn't activate in a timely fashion, you might experience pain. So get the book, read it, you'll understand what I'm talking about. It's super important because the fitness community, uh, or I should say the mainstream media part of the fitness community got a hold of it and said, oh, this is the research. Well, let's just do this on the stability ball and get a strong and sexy core and heal your back. That, that's, not, that's not how it works out. Nobody ever paid attention to the research. And furthermore, nobody ever gave any credit to Dr. Paul Hodges and his team. So none of the researchers get any credit. It bothers me. Anyway, you know me. I'm always, you know, spazzing about this stuff. But you know what? I think the researchers should be the ones on the magazine covers, uh, not the stars with their six-pack abs. That's just me talking. All right, well, the last fallacy I'm going to talk about today is the stretching debate. Oh, boy, that's a real good one in the book and the videos, too. By the way, the videos do give some practical tips and exercises. Um, so real quick about the stretching debate, you gotta, you got to look at it like this, okay? We're always told to stretch everything all the time, before exercise, after exercise. Well, the book talks about should you actually stretch before exercise? Not really, and there's reasons for that. But I, I want to leave you with this before I end this episode. Think about stretching as another modality of changing your body. So you do weights, you're getting stronger, maybe your muscles are getting bigger, you feel more able-bodied. Cardio, you're changing the landscape of what your heart can do, your lungs can do, how your body works together as a unit. Well, stretching's no different. 
You need to know why you are stretching, not just stretching everything all the time, the same way every day. If you're stretching something that should not be stretched, you are messing with the tensional distribution through the body, or you're messing with the optimal tensional distribution of the body. And guess what's responsible for that? You guessed it, the fascial system of the body, which is the highly specialized connective tissue system. And you just got to know why. There's so much to know about stretching, and I can't wait for you to read the book and see the videos. But before I go, I also want to let you know that there is a way to support the show. Uh, all podcast directories, unfortunately, don't have really good show notes that allow you to click on the link that says support the show. But I do know that Apple directory or Apple, Apple podcast, I just checked it, and that support the show link does work. So what you'll do is you'll go into the show notes for this or any episode and you'll see support the show. It really helps keep this project going and I really appreciate it. So again, five fitness fallacies. Now there's probably 10 fitness fallacies, but I picked the five most important ones I felt were really important to understand. So you can go to Michelle Bond, that's M-I-C-H-E-L-E-B-O-N-D.com on the services page. You'll scroll down just an inch and you'll see my book. And listen, hey, stay in touch with me. My contact information is on my website. I finally got a new website. I think it's much more clear what I do. And I look forward to any comments uh, I see a lot of new subscribers lately, so thank you. Um, and until then, everybody, stay uncovered. This podcast and related materials is for general informational purposes only and is not meant to be a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Seek medical clearance before starting any exercise program. The user assumes all risk. Until next time, stay uncovered.